Lloyd, we want to thank you for coming to Sessions. Thank I you for appreciate having me. you. I know you're a busy man. Yeah. You have a lot going on. This man is Mr. Philanthropy. You he said it. Sits on a lot of boards. He's busy. He's a Kappa. He's a graduate of Howard. He's on Big Brothers, Big Sisters board. Just finished. I was Just on the board finished. for 10 years. Whew. So you did like a whole bit. Yeah, I, I did some time. <laughs> you did some time with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, which is amazing. So you did 10 years there mm -hmm. and Philadelphia Ballet? Yeah, that's new. Okay. New. So as I rolled off of the board for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, I rolled on to the ballet board. Okay. How, did that, how does that even come... How do you get involved with all these books? Sure, sure. No, no, no. That's, that's, a, that's a fair question. Uh, actually, Kappa yep. is the way in which I okay. got involved with Big Brothers Big Sisters. So, okay. uh, wow, I think this was back during Centennial Year yeah. when yeah. I was Polmark. Okay, uh, 2011. Our, our yep. Exactly right. Cool. Um, and Kappa launched a national partnership with Big yep. Brothers Big Sisters. Ooh. But, you know, in true black organization fashion. They yep. just said, oh, we have a national partnership and there right. were no actual rules then, or structure around, you know, how do we, do we make go this from marriage here? work? Yep, exactly. Yep. So um, I took it upon myself, uh, found the local agency okay. and said, um, listen, how can we make this a true partnership uh, on the local level? Gotcha. And they said, well, we're looking for a lot more uh, black men to be mentors. And I said, that's crazy because I got about 60 black guys yeah, uh, with college degrees <laughs> right. and I can get you access to them. Yep. And so, um, you know, kind of as the trajectory goes, you start off and you're you're a volunteer. Yep. And then after you're a volunteer, they say, oh, you should join a committee. And you join a committee and they say, you should join the board. Oh. Uh, but the turning point really came. So I joined the board. I was on the board for a couple of years. Okay. And then I became the treasurer of the board. And this okay. is still um, Big Brothers Big Sisters that governed the three counties in South Jersey. Okay. Okay. And so um, we were running a budget that was primarily um, through government grants. Okay. Uh, and okay. so it was around uh, $250,000. Got it. Decent? So, decent. Yeah. Small. Right. It's Jersey. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I wanted to make sure that we got a bit more diversified in the way in which we approached right. our solicitations. So gotcha. looking at more of those corporate sponsorships, looking at some of the individual giving. Yep. Uh, and so I really led that charge to grow the um, uh, the budget uh, threefold. And so gotcha. we were at about three quarters of a million dollars. And so, you right. know, when you start raising money, then they say, you should be the board chair. That's, that's, more, <laughs> that's more than threefold, though. You just said we went from a quarter. Well, yeah, right. From 250 to 70. Yeah. I, so... so just a little bit. It was significant. Okay. It was significant. Okay. Uh, so that got me a, a, a seat as the uh, the board chair. Okay. And so I did that for a couple of years. And then we had this strange scenario where the CEO of our then agency decided to take a new job okay. while I was the board chair. I was like, you couldn't wait till I was oh, done wow. being board chair first. Oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. So uh, uh, he decides he wants to take a new job. Okay. And um, I was faced with, you know, I have kind of two different directions where we could go. Yeah. We can launch a search for a new CEO. Or I said, I've got this novel idea. Why don't we look at a merger? Uh, because of the way that Big Brothers Big Sisters works, you know, it's pretty territorial. Right. You know, and so we were over in South Jersey and yep. we were in those three counties, but we yep. couldn't really do too much by way of going over into Philly, yep. looking into the corporate sponsors, looking oh. at, you know, getting people to mentor from over in Philly. Yeah. I said, why are we like splitting our resources, Doesn't particularly when we're looking for, you know, more black and brown people, looking for more men to be involved? Yeah. yeah. Let's let's reach across the bridge and let's work together. So we did it. And we put those put those two together, and we created uh, Big Brothers Big Sisters Independence Region. Okay, uh, and so that then covered seven counties, uh, and like kind of like the Delaware Valley area, right, if you will, right. across okay. uh, PA and New Jersey. Um, it became uh, the fourth largest agency uh, for the um, 
uh, for the Big Brothers Big Sisters Network. Okay. Uh, serving somewhere really close to about 4,000 kids. Wow. Uh, in the area, many of them who look just like me and you. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, 81 employees, uh, $7 million nonprofit. I mean, so now we were talking about the big leagues. So uh, so just threefold. Just <laughs> so no, no, no. But you would crazy. think, yeah. you would think that I was retiring after that. Like I thought right. oh, they're going to hang my jersey up. Like oh, I'm yeah, done. Yeah. I just like helped them with this huge mercy. Like I'm, I'm done. Make me emeritus. <laughs> That's right. not how it goes. And they're like, ooh, you should really stay on and be on the board yeah. of the new nonprofit. All right, Whoa. so I'll do that in like okay. an advisory capacity. Yeah, yeah. Wait, you saw he still has a day job. Still just, have a day job, a whole day job, like as a yeah. lawyer, like a, uh, a, a whole job, job. <laughs> yeah. yeah, a job, job. So I don't know how you do this. And I don't kids know how to come. I don't know how his wife lets him. Yeah. do this, but he somehow figures out. I'm gonna a tell way. you how. I'm gonna tell you how okay. because okay. see, all of these different organizations, they all have these big annual fundraisers. Okay, and so she she gets a gown every time we go to all these like tie events. Okay. She really that's how you like, do you it. You do all the work and I'll get all the gowns. Got yeah, you. That's, Babe, I got you. That's Don't it. worry. Yeah. We're going to go to his event tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that that was really her, uh, her, her sneak plan. Like, okay. oh, you should get involved with this. Are they doing right. gala? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I need a dress. I need a dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and those shoes. <laughs> see, yeah, it turns into a thing. <laughs> that's it. Turns uh, into a thing. Okay, okay. I see how this plays. I see yeah. how this plays. Okay, yeah. okay. All right, so well played. So you do... Big Brothers, Big Sisters, mm -hmm. and then you Philadelphia Ballet. Yeah. And then now you're hooked up with this event that we're going to miss. So by the time that this comes out, you will have done the event with Rodney McLeod. Yeah. And how does that... So that connects to the dots because he was with Big Brothers? He was. He was. Got he it. was not only kind of a, a spokesperson for the agency, um, uh, he helped us raise a... a nice amount of money uh, and actually the entire Eagles organization did right, right. Uh, through a fundraiser we hosted with them for a number of years okay. uh, when I was the board chair um, and then uh, Rodney became a big brother he was mentoring okay. a, a young man in Philadelphia shout out to At, Rodney yeah. how amazing is that like, right. that you end up and this was like during like Super Bowl time like oh you want to try on my ring I'm like what how does this become your mentor can like, you be my big yeah. brother <laughs> what <laughs> yeah yeah no that's dope pretty dope indeed pretty dope I indeed. was a big brother but who wants to be my little brother yeah like right when the, Rodney McLeod when you start exchanging stories <laughs> yeah, like, exactly what did you and your big brother do we went and got ice cream what did you do oh you know I Barty tried a trophy this like we did. <laughs> like what yeah no it was great I mean That's because I, I love that because you yeah. know you got people who are you know not forgetting that there are a ton of people who are not only just look up to them but yep. you know really want to hear about their story right. really want to connect with them you know in that kind of a, a really granular way yeah and to give back of your time you talk about my little free time i mean yeah, yeah, yeah. when you are not like in season you right. want to keep that time to yourself you want to travel you want to actually you know you got to stay in shape yeah. too yeah but you want to spend some time with your family like that's amazing it's, it's quite them. amazing quite amazing um, and so we just, uh, we connected uh, via cool. Big Brothers Big Sisters. And so now um, he has his uh, his own foundation. Okay. Uh, and so they're in the second year of doing this sneaker ball. Okay. Um, and so he and his wife have put together this fundraiser where uh, the premise is, you know, you still come dressed to yep. the nines. Suited and booted. But you put on your sneaks. As Lloyd always comes dressed to yeah, the so, nines. So, so here's the yeah. thing. No, no, no. So I agreed to be a part of this and to help him out as an honorary co-chair. Right. And I was like, ooh, but sneakers, I don't know. Right. That's any. not what you do. I don't not really You, you don't have any sneakers? So here's the thing. Not I've anything. got another boy who has no sneakers. Mm, not, not really. Nah. Nah. Say less. 65 mean, pair of shoes, no sneakers. 65. Yeah. So I'll see Lloyd, and granted, his money's a little bit different than mine. <laughs> um, so I'll be in the, I'll buy a, you know, suit every once in a while. 
Lloyd will be there <laughs> trying on like five or so suits because, you know, he's got it. He's Lloyd. There's always, I mean, there's always, there's always an event. event. There's yeah, always exactly. an event. Exactly. Right. Now you know you, you, you feel this me, This is right? Kappa. This is you Kappa. You feel me. This is definitely Kappa. This is Kappa all the way. So there's uh, always an event. You, so yeah. Look, so what did you do? Where, where were we going to I had to actually from? borrow some sneakers from one of my mentees. Because wow. we wear the same size. So check this out. <laughs> About what, four or five years ago, he was okay. going to prom and he was yeah. like, ooh, I, I would really like to yep. wear a pair of those Ferragamos. Yeah. And he wanted the belts. I was like, okay. Whoa. So at the time, I'm like, all right, you know, it's your senior prom. I'm going to let you wear it. You got to look. Little did we know, four look. years later, I'd be like, boom, hey. those Jordans. I'm going to need to wear those for a You got to pay it forward. You got to pay it forward. I love it. <laughs> I love it. That's dope. My mentee is taking it. He's hooking me up. That's dope. So what are you, you You know what you rocking? Oh, my gosh. You know, I don't know. It's, it's uh, jo- wait. Uh, yeah, this Chase? is going to air afterwards. So wait, yeah, it's yeah. Jordan. Retro okay. uh, homage to home something. They're oh, like, he's he's they're like red. Oh, no, they're yeah, like he's lacing. They're 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 very expensive. Yeah, he was like, you got to take care of my stuff. I was like, they're probably as expensive. Like, as boy, I got you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> Just Thank about as much. expensive <laughs> as the gamos and the belt. It's the same. Exactly look, same right. Same game. I love it. It's how you look at it. I love it. So, what got you into philanthropy? Like. I feel like you've been doing this. So, quick aside, me and you met, what was that? Oh my the, gosh. That was... 2008? Eight-ish? 2008. Yeah, 2008-ish. Yeah. And it was in Orlando. Yeah. And it was Philly. It was Urban League. Urban it League. was an Urban League event. Uh-huh. Um, Lloyd was a Kappa. I was, you know, I eventually got, became a Kappa. Um, and... Lloyd was already doing the work. What got you started? I mean, is it literally just, hey, there are other kids that look like me that... So it really started with mentoring uh, and wanting to give back in that regard, um, kind of around, you know, like the legal space um, and law school, because when you, you know, matriculate through law school, you will look around and there's not really too many people who look like you exactly right, which Mm -hmm. little did I know that was going to end up shaping my career later, but that's for a different podcast. Uh, But nonetheless, um, wanted to start doing a bunch of the the give back and the mentoring. And really, you know what, once you actually put yourself out there and you start to volunteer, you start to network and certainly when you are someone who um, not only is just kind of like a, a, a name on the roll, you know, like yeah. a seat filler, but you're a right. doer. And I've right. always been, if I'm going to do it, you I'm going to do on. it with the thought process that one day I'm going to lead it. I love it. That's it. I love it. And so even with the Urban League, when you met me at that point, I was the membership chair and yep. I was like making sure everybody in Philadelphia knew that the Urban League was like the it organization for you to join. So That's so dope. Yeah. That's so dope. Yeah. So I think you- I got that from Howard. I know I got that from Howard. That's from Howard? Yeah. Shout out to Howard. Always. Another great HBCU. Oh. <laughs> it's not Morehouse College, but it's a great historically black college. This is and- your podcast. I'm going <laughs> to let you live. <laughs> we're gonna, Shout out to our vice president. We're going to call Kamala it. Harris. <laughs> we're going to call it the real HU today. The, the real HU. That's the exactly right. real HU. So shout out to Howard. At least coming from an HBCU, we were groomed. To make sure that we paid it forward. That's exactly it. It's that whole talented 10th idea. I'm very big on W.E. Du Bois and we have to pay it forward, right? So you're doing all these things. I still don't understand how you have time for your family. Lloyd, like myself, has two kids. I do. 
where do you find the time? So, I mean, it's something I'm also teaching my kids. So okay. um, oftentimes, you know, if you see me out volunteering, I yep. will bring one or both of my kids with me. I love that. Um, you know, if we're at the fundraisers, my wife is coming with me. Again, it's it's pretty much a family decision yeah. Yeah. Um, because I don't do anything that I'm not passionate about. Okay. Because if you find yourself just kind of saying yes to anybody who says, oh, hey, can you join my board? I mean, don't forget that each one of these boards, you're talking about 5000 10000 Like, right. you got to give money exactly. and support them. So, I mean, if I'm going to write a check or if I'm going to go and fundraise, it's going to be something that I'm passionate and about. And those are big checks. And then I got to go to a gala too. Exactly, right. Exactly. Right. <laughs> and, and I got to be able to talk to my friends about it in such a way that gets them excited about it and makes right. them want to volunteer their time, become a mentor, yeah. or want to come and attend, you know, one of the yeah, shows yeah. for the ballet, et cetera. So, yeah. you know, you got to do something that you're passionate about. And when you do that, it doesn't become, you know, this 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 thing that you're kind of complaining about yeah, with yeah. your spare time. It becomes a part of part of the family. Yeah, yeah. It's what you do. And it's, exactly it's right. literally become a part. I think of Lloyd first as hey, I need to get more involved. I call him and I think about the philanthropy he does. Mm -hmm. And then I think, oh yeah, he's a lawyer too. How the hell is he a <laughs> lawyer too? I don't understand it. I don't know if he works. I don't think he works during the day. There's the remote situation. So I consult <laughs> right now. I'm also a real estate agent. I do some other things on the side. But Somehow it gets done. Yeah. I don't think you really work, but it's I do. I, I, I do. It. Man, I was in the trenches at a big law firm for about 14 years. Made partner at a firm. Made partner. Yeah. Made partner. So you're firm. like practicing, practicing. So now what? So I've transitioned. Um, okay. So I, okay. I've since left that firm. Okay. Um, went to uh, another firm, a bigger platform. Okay. Um, and I've transitioned into law firm management. Uh, so okay. now I'm chief diversity and inclusion officer for my so, firm. So same lane. That's very much like. Yeah. So I understand the industry. Um, yep. You know, I came up in a law firm. I, I definitely understand what it's like to be, you know, someone underrepresented in a yep. law firm. Absolutely. And so you need someone who can very much so, you know, the people who are the closest to a problem oftentimes are going to be the people best poised to come up with a solution, yeah. Yeah. in my opinion. I love that. Uh, and so, you know, I was a person of color coming up from, you know, summer associate interning at a law yeah. firm and made it up to partner. I, actually, at my former firm in the firm's then what 90 year history, I was the first person of color to go from summer associate to partner at the firm. Um, but to understand, you know, how to be able to do that, to understand yeah. how they go get the clients, to understand right. how to build a personal brand, right. a professional brand, yep. to understand, of course, you know, how important it is to actually be in the office billing the hours, but to also create a name for yourself and your community. I right. mean, there's an art to that. Yeah. Um, and so I'm able to then bring that experience into uh, management in my current firm. That's amazing. It's literally doing the work. He's putting in the time and then he's mentoring and showing others behind him how to do it. So as you're teaching that or mentoring that young future lawyer, yeah. attorney, what do you tell them as they're going along their way? Wow. What do I tell them? That's a really good question. Uh, I don't know if there's any one any one thing that I tell them. I mean, I know you tell them a lot because, I mean, look at all the things <laughs> you're doing. But, like, honestly, like, what is it? How did you... I feel like there's an end goal, right? I don't know what the end goal is, and I don't, you don't have to tell us what the okay. end goal is. <laughs> but if you want to share what the end goal is, there, there's definitely a way that you move that is very on purpose. And very intentional. Yes. Very, yeah. So is there an end goal? And for your mentees... Do you tell them as well, hey, if you want to be here, these are the steps that you need to take Absolutely. to get there. But don't forget the goalpost keeps moving. 
Yep. So, Absolutely. you know, again, Absolutely. when I was coming up through the, the ranks of the law firm, I mean, it was to end up, you know, partner. Hey, I want to become a partner yep. in a law firm. Right. And then after I became a partner, I said, Ooh, I want to be on the management team uh, at a law firm. Absolutely. And then that was a regional firm. And so I, I wanted to become on a national platform. Yeah. And yeah. so I want to make sure I'm expanding my footprint outside of the Jersey, Philadelphia area. Yep. Like what can I do in Pittsburgh? What can I, I do that. in Florida? I love that. Um, so you got to always kind of keep that, that goalpost moving. But I guess if there was one piece of advice, uh, whether you're irrespective of your industry, really, yeah. I would say for anyone who looks like us, who is, again, doesn't matter your discipline, you have to always be on. Right. I mean, you don't have the ability to be able to turn it off. Yeah. And so understanding, you know, really the importance of that holistic brand. Yeah. Um, so who are you as a human? Right. What are the organizations you support? Where do you spend your time? What does your social media presence look like? That's How do people think of you in the workplace? I mean, it's fantastic. I mean, you're sitting here telling me we've never worked together a day in our lives. <laughs> no, truly. Yeah. And you already are telling me that you, you've you already hit on my work ethic. You're like, I don't know when this man sleeps. Click. This man gets it all done. And I have, so you're talking about my work ethic. Right. You're right. talking about my philanthropy. You have no idea how much I've ever given in dollars and cents to right. any of these organizations. Right. You have no idea whether I'm renting suits or whether I own them. And you're talking about, you know, my fashion. So you're able to really talk about my brand without even really knowing any of the facts behind it. Yeah. It's a matter of how well curated the brand is and how you present yourself. You have to always be on. That's amazing. Branding is key. It is. In, 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 a, in any industry, mm -hmm. but I'm a marketer. Well, I went to school for marketing. Yeah, me too. Um, yeah. I, well, that makes so much sense. <laughs> it makes so much sense. So Branding for Excellence, he literally is walking what he's talking. And it's, I mean, it's amazing to me. So then you tell me that I'm on the board at Drexel too? I am, of the law school. Of the law school. I'm I also teach there. I'm a professor, professor at Drexel, and I also taught over at Rutgers Business School. So I'm perplexed. <laughs> so listen, I don't know how there's enough time in the day. And I, I literally, I tell my wife all the time, I'm like, honey, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not. I feel like you're a little, you, maybe you're more present than I am, but my wife constantly is like, I need you to be here. Right. I need you to right. be here. Um. And I think there's a difference between being present and actually being, you know, like... Present with a capital P. Yeah, with a capital P. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's real. Legit. Um, so I'm still working on that. So that's literally why I'm asking from... I like to ask my older brothers, um, and he's not that much older than me. But I'm going to take it, though. I'm going to take it. Yeah. Got a little salt and pepper, I'm going to take it. Yeah. <laughs> I got, I got mine coming in too. It's, 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 it's official. But he's already said that he's become a partner at this young age, um, which, you know, is mind-blowing. And I'm so proud of, I'm proud of all my brothers, but especially like my Kyber brothers um, and HBCU brothers. Um, but how do you find the time? How do you find the time for the family? It's, to me, I love the fact that you're saying you're bringing them to these events but to also be present in everything that you do. If you're teaching the kids, how do you then disassociate yourself from that moment to the next? One to... Right. So, so again, intentionality. Intentionality, yep. pardon me, and yep. some strategy. Okay. Uh, and so, no, I'm not going to be able to be, you know, a full-time professor and be you able can't to be teach omnipresent. Monday, right. uh, Wednesday, yep. Friday, you know, yep. and have four classes. Of course. I teach one course. Cool. One day a week. That's not bad. It's not bad at all, right? Cool. Yeah. I do that for one semester. Okay. I take off my business professor hat, put on my law professor hat. I love it. I teach that in the spring semester. 
Uh, and so, you know, you again, one day a week, yeah. you make it work. Um, so it's not it's not that bad. It's not. That but then bad. don't forget that when when you do spend time, when you do have the family time, and certainly even when you when you do the philanthropy or or when you're gonna you know teach or whatever the different right. hat is that you put on, you've got to really be there. You got to be present with that capital P. Absolutely. So when I am with my family, when I am with my my kids or with my wife, et cetera, right. I mean we do it up big. I mean, and so we it. always have something that we're looking forward to. So whether it is we started to do like the you know, the big trips around the holidays. Cool. Um, so, you know, going to Disney World or whether we're going to go to like Turks and Caicos or, you know, do something like that. This money's that takes it. Oh my God. <laughs> I said once a year. I said once a year. Um, but, but you know, I mean, those, that's again, those yeah. are the the moments, the memories, the, the magic Absolutely. that people are going to remember. They're not going to remember that I was gone every Wednesday from 6 to 8 p.m. teaching right. at Drexel. Right, exactly. They'll remember Disney World. They'll remember yeah. Martha's Vineyard every summer, yeah. you know? So like those are the things that yeah. that we do that really make sure that, you know, that time is, is special when it is, when we have that time together. Yeah, it's progress, not perfection. Absolutely. I love that. I'm going to steal that. Still. You will see that somewhere. <laughs> like, you will see that. Merch will be coming out. I love it. Progress <laughs> now. And that, I literally try and live that because I can't. Yeah. I mean, I try my best. I tell my wife, look, I'm, I'm trying. I'm building a business. Yep. Um, and I'm I'm literally doing the best that I can, especially with my children. I mean, we do the best that we right. can for our children. Right. Um, I want to take those Turks and Caicos trips. Um, but at the same time, I still got to build a business to be able to pay for those also Turks true. and Caicos. Also trips. true. Um, but the same deal. You had to become a partner before you could, you know, move into the next role. Yeah. Uh, so what is the end goal? Can I ask that? Uh, well, what it, what is it right now? Uh, because yeah, yeah, don't yeah. That yeah. It, it's it, going it to keep moving. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, uh, you know, I've written uh, a ton of articles. Okay. Um, I have, you know, done a lot of speeches, but I've never yeah. actually sat down and really written something hefty, something meaty. Uh -huh. uh, and so I want, uh, I want to be published uh, in, in a way that's different than anything I've published before. Okay. Um, so you know, I've I've gone into the podcast arena. Right. Um, like I said, I've done the the really short, you know, like an article here, or uh -huh. I'll do like a column or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. But yeah. you know, some thought leadership, some think pieces. Okay. But okay. Never really put together a book. Never done like a whole chapter of something. What um, would it be on? What would it be on? I mean, some of the things we've <laughs> talked about, whether it's around, you know, personal branding, whether it's around right. philanthropy, right. Uh, you know, whether it's around diversity and inclusion. Right. Um, there's so many different ways in which, you know, I could kind of sit down and do that. But I feel like I need a sabbatical to do that. So I feel like I need like you need six some months time. off work. So I and can like some go. of these boards. Look. Listen. From from your mouth to God's ears. I mean, you know, make it happen. I'm just saying. Make it happen. I'll step in. Yeah. I'll, I'll have, I'll have oh, you going to take one? You going to take a couple hats I'll, for me? <laughs> I'll take one hat. You can give me one hat for the time being. Y'all heard it. I'll take it. I'll, I, I'll take on the charge. Give me one hat. I got some brothers who can take on the other hat. Okay. But, okay. But you don't get that long. You you got like no. you got a quarter. I'll I give know. you a quarter. You better go to work. Oh, no. Um, so so I want to publish something. That'd be dope. Um, I do want to expand my brand. Uh, like okay. I said, it was it started off as kind of like a you know can I can I really right. like everybody in South Jersey know my name and then right. it was all right well you know I was a member of the bar I took the New Jersey and Pennsylvania bar let me okay. make sure I go over into Philly yeah, yeah yeah and then it was well. Pennsylvania is big. Like, let's go all the way over to Pittsburgh. Why not? Uh, and so right. now that, you know, I'm with a national law firm and we have offices in 15 cities, it's a matter yeah. of, you know, how can I have a presence in all of those cities? So, right. you know, right. I got to get around to Miami. I got to get to Charlotte. So, I got to have something in D.C. 
I love so, that. I love yeah. that. I love that. And I mean, that's that's literally what I'm. I mean, that's part of my charge right now is to build the brand and yep. to elevate the brand. Um, I'm now licensed in Jersey too. I'm doing. I'm trying to be like my. Oh big my brother. gosh! <laughs> one, one of these days when I grow up, I'll get there. I don't know about these ten boards that he's on, but slowly. Oh, but you can but take the surely. kids for a weekend or something. You know, yeah. bring them, bring them over. You can start <laughs> with that. Hey, I, I need to come see some more houses in Jersey. Hey, let's hang out. Okay. Um, okay. So I love that. Um, so then, as you build these. Um, as you build the brand, mm -hmm. it feels like that you have to start your own foundations, your own boards, your own entities. What's your charge or yeah. what's your? No, and I've always, again, this is something that um, very much so Howard taught me. Yep. Uh, because you have to make sure that you're, you know, talking about the community, uh, yeah. like the community, yep. as well as kind of the, the global community, right. if you will, exactly. you know, the community at large. Yep. And so I am always very intentional about, you know, what can I do that is very much so going to make me competitive with, you know, some of my counterparts? Yes. I think Absolutely. we all know what I mean by that. Absolutely. Yep. And also, what am I going to do that's very much so going to look for the next up-and-coming Lloyd? Uh, how am I going to help that particular uh, young man or, or young woman out? Uh, and so I do. I have uh, my own foundation over in Jersey. Um, and so through the Burlington Camden Achievement Foundation, we um, host this biennial Botillion program. Okay. Um, and so this is really to prepare um, high school junior and senior males okay. uh, for college and subsequent life. Amazing. And so this is putting them through, you know, some uh, some rigorous workshops around um, how do you get into college uh, and how do you afford college? Right. Um, what is a uh, proper table etiquette? Um, yeah. How do you dress for success? How do you conduct yourself in an interview, write a resume, public speaking, yeah. all the things that, you yep. know, if I had someone who sat me down and told me at that age. Yep. Wow, who can who could tell where we would be, right? Training for so, leadership and, and giving them, and even yeah. more important than you know the the workshops and you know those quick lessons or even the um uh, the scholarship that we give them at the conclusion of the program, it's the mentorship. So then you know they have access to you know someone who has the degree already, someone who's already attained some level of success right. that they can then begin to you know kind of model that. Um, and what I love is then you can kind of see the full circle moment where then they go off to college and then they get mentees or, yep. you know, they graduate from college and then they want to be a part of the program or something like that. Or they want to become a big brother and big brothers, big sisters. Like that is, that's what it's all about. I love that. I love that. And I, I feel like the peer mentorship is so important because I mean, really I, I didn't, and that's part of the reason I even do the podcast yeah. is I didn't see people like me doing the things that I'm doing. Yep. I don't know too many folks like me who work in fashion. Mm -hmm. I didn't even know that was a job. Mm -hmm. You know, oh, you are in merchandising? What's merchandising? What's planning? You know, what's the inside of the law firm look like? What do you really do right. besides go to court? Right. You know, that we see on TV. Um, I think there's another element to it. Uh, and this is what I found just by, you know, having rap sessions like this. Yeah. But really just sitting down and asking people, you know, who are, like you said, the peer mentors. So within five years of your age, uh -huh. how do you make money? Right. No, no, no. Not what's on your W-2. Right. But how do you make money? Better because a lot of people who don't look like us are having that conversation often. Better than that. One of my friends challenged me with recently, not only how do you make money, mm -hmm. but how much money are you making? And it, it was wild because it's, you know, like Morehouse, Howard, my very distinct friend group 
of literally challenging one another and yeah. saying, I'm making X this year. And I went from a space where I was in corporate America, the pandemic happened. Mm -hmm. I basically was, I was a real estate agent, but unemployed essentially for yeah. a period, but I still had a job. Um, and then transitioned to doing real estate. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, I'm doing better. Yeah. Yeah. This is wild. Like, this is crazy. Yeah. People make money like mm -hmm. this. And a friend challenged me with, well, what's that look like? And I go, wait, what? Huh? We don't talk about it. We don't ever have the conversation. No. No. It's it's literally mind blowing of like what's how high is high, how high is high, and are they really making money like this? We're scared to talk about that, right? We're scared to negotiate. Yeah, um, yes. <laughs> we're yes. scared to talk about it, uh, and, yep. and we're also scared to pull the plug uh, when we find out that we are undervalued so cool. or underpaid. Yep, we're yep. we're because we're we're thinking, oh my gosh, my imposter syndrome kicks in, and it's like, yep. I don't know if I'm actually good enough to go and get another mm -hmm. job or get a job at a much larger organization. Yeah. But I mean, you never will if you don't go ahead and step out of faith try. and do it. But okay. it's going to take you know that circle that yeah. you've built around you. Right. Um, uh, and so what I what I did is. I know you're going to say another, but put together a <laughs> another group, one. Put together a group over uh, in Jersey called the Collective, okay. and so this is a group of um of all you know black men. Okay. Um, all of us are you know in the legal space, and so we've all either worked in uh, private practice, like in large law firms, uh, or we've been like in the legal department of large corporations. Um, and uh, we get together and we have these kind. We do a retreat. So we do a retreat. Okay. Like we last uh, what was that last year during the pandemic, we went up to the Poconos. Locked in the locked in the house, locked in a cabin. Was yep. it two and a half days? Okay, circle up. Yep. Like we make the food, we have the drinks, we do yeah, all yeah. the fun stuff. Yep. But then circle up. What's going on? Yeah. And like somebody's like, ah, we having a baby. Oh, okay. So you need to know the ins and outs of right. what's it like to be a dad. Like let's talk about it. Yeah. Someone's saying, I don't know. I don't know if I want to stay in this particular job. Like I think I may need to hop and go somewhere else. We give them that motivation to do it, but. It was literally creating that safe space where you can really feel like you can open up yeah. about everything going on in your life. And we just don't have too many pockets like that. We have to not be afraid of having the conversation. It's time to literally step up yeah. for us and start having these tough conversations. Um, so as my uh, computer yells at me, having the tough conversations... Um, all this philanthropy, any, you already gave us a couple of takeaways, mm -hmm. but anything that I feel like for our podcast, for sessions, we focus on a lot of entrepreneurs, but I think there's that young lawyer, that young, you know, black future. I don't know exactly what I want to do. Um, What's the what was the starting point for you? Whether it was at Howard or high school, um, I know for me, I had like this day of like epiphany where I, it's so wild. It's I literally was working for Universal Music and okay. then went to go intern at Best Buy, and I was like, oh, I think I'm supposed to do this. Like I think this is what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to go to Minneapolis, but I think I have to do this, and. What was that turning point for you where you said, hey, look, I want to become a lawyer or I want to whatever or that person for you who yep. 
was the Lloyd. Yep, kind of all wrapped up in the same. Yeah. Uh, senior year at Howard. Um, okay. I um, thought I was going to get a job in marketing. Okay. Um, but uh, most of the jobs that were recruiting um, at that time were all in finance. Yep. And so I actually accepted a job to go and work in a bank. Oh, wow. um, and so I was going to do that whole banker life thing. Yep. And so they flew me out. I got flued out uh, <laughs> to go do, uh, you know, like a day in the life. Yep. And to go, you know, shadow the bankers yeah. um, and to see what they did. Uh, this is after already accepting the offer. Okay. Uh, and so I went out there for two days. I was in Chicago. Yeah. Um, put me up in this. And I'd never been in this nice hotel. And they yeah. went and took me out and we did all the they fancy lunches. You. I, <laughs> I got flued out. Yeah. But I realized like, yo, I really can't count. Like, uh, I can't count to 10. <laughs> like, math is not like, it's if I'm going to do it, remember, if I'm going right. to do it, I'm going to do it at the level yeah. that I'm going to end up running this thing. Yeah. And I was like, I will never run. Us marketing guys <laughs> hey, are bank. not I mad. Would never run. No. Lawyers are even worse. We can't no. count. We can't count. <laughs> so, man, I turned the job down. Turn the job down. So this is like right around Thanksgiving of senior accepted year. Accepted the job. Accepted the job and then rescinded my acceptance Whoa. and had no backup plan. Talk about not having a mentor. Yeah. Whoa. I turned it down. So I come back. I come back to Howard. Uh, and so I, you know, I, I missed a couple of days of school. Yeah. Uh, and so my professor, uh, um, my business law professor, yep. he was like, hey, how was Chicago? How was the job that you missed my class for? Right. I'm like, oh, Chicago was great. That, that job is great for someone, not me. I turned it down. And he's looking at me like, you fool. Like, you turned down, like, What's wrong? <laughs> a, a nice job. Like, that's yeah. the whole point of going, you have being a business major. 401k? I know. <laughs> so he was like, all right, well, we, we've already passed that. Uh, so what are you going to do now? And I'm like, I don't know. He's like, what, why don't you think about going to law school? Um, you're doing great in my business law course. Like, I could really see you as a lawyer. Wow. And I said, you know, I've never thought about that. Uh, I don't know any lawyers. I don't I don't know how you get into law school. Right. And he was like, yeah, you know, the strange thing, to teach business law, like, you got to be a lawyer. <laughs> like, you do know a lawyer. <laughs> Turns out this guy had gone to Harvard Law School. I mean, wow. black guy, bald head. Wow. I mean, like, literally, it's yeah. like looking at, like, yourself in the mirror. Wow. And so I will tell you that um, he ended up, I mean, I'm going to characterize it in this, man in this manner, holding my hand through that entire process. I mean, I was late to the game. Yeah. Everybody's already getting accepted to, you right. know, some of the better schools. Yeah. Um, and so he told me which books to buy, uh, told me how to study, wrote my letter of uh, uh, recommendation, read over my personal statement. I mean, literally yeah. helped me out in saying, this is the career that I, I see for you. I um, and so ended up taking an LSAT, knocked it out the park and... The rest is history. Got into some great law schools and the rest is history. Some great so, yeah. law schools. Some so, so some usually the turn, my turning point was turning something down where I did not see myself being successful. I did not see that as my passion. I had, to, I had to turn something down. So literally why I wanted you on the podcast was we had a podcast. Our last podcast was, well, no, not our last podcast, but we had a podcast with a young brother who's an entrepreneur. Okay. Um, in travel and he said that a lot of people on the internet are shaming folks who work a nine to five <laughs> and telling everybody you need to become an entrepreneur become an entrepreneur entrepreneurship isn't for everybody Everybody isn't meant to be an entrepreneur. And everyone can't get a million dollars from their dad like Donald Trump and become an entrepreneur. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it's a struggle. Yeah. It's literally. Startup capital is a yes, struggle. It's a struggle. <laughs> you know, I was blessed enough that like, unfortunately, like when mine hit and I had to become, a, like I had already started, you know, I was already an agent, but I think folks need to hear that message. Folks need to know, hey, there's another route. Yep. 
and you can become successful in this, but also lead the way for other folks behind. Very you. much so. Uh-huh. But but listen, those are all the things that you know we're gonna we're gonna talk about because those are all the things that like everybody knows you know that's above board. Yep. And there's you got to have of course multiple streams of income. So absolutely. You know that there, there's a lot of other um, we can call them side hustles, but a lot of, a lot of other hustles yes. uh, that help you to be yes. able to go to Turks and Caicos. Hey. For <laughs> for the holidays. <laughs> so next up, we got to have you back. Uh oh. To talk about the side hustles. Okay. Because we can do that. I personally feel like the reason I'm in real estate is because I feel like real estate is a conduit to become wealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, And I mean, there are other avenues. Yeah. But obviously, they're hustles. And this comes from a lawyer who clearly knows what he's talking about. So um, I appreciate you. Thank you for coming through sessions. We got to have you again. Let's do it. And um, two, I'm going to be there tomorrow. Come through. But also, give us all your info so that folks know where to follow you and where to follow other organizations that they should check out. Yep. So connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, my name, Lloyd, Lloyd Freeman. Um, and then, of course, on social media, I have the exact same username on all platforms, Esquire1911. Okay. Cool. Cool. That's me. He's a lawyer. I don't know when he works, but <laughs> he does somehow. And- Late at night with Starbucks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. We appreciate you, man. Thank, Thank you, you, sir. sir.